Hallelujah. The power, the power, the power of the Holy Ghost is the power, the power, power, the power. Ah, the power of the Lord. It is the power, the power, the power, the power, the power. Come on, even if you don't know how to sing, but you can sing the song. It is the power, the power, power, the power, the power, power of the. That is what we move with. It is the power, the power. It is the power, eh. the power of the Holy Spirit, God, the Holy. Father, we come before the throne of grace. To glorify you, praise you, and honor you. We thank you, O God, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We thank you, O God, in the mighty name of Jesus. John 10.10 says, Though the devil came to steal, to kill, and to destroy, Jesus came so we may have life in abundance. We thank you that when Jesus came to the Lord, he purchased things for us. We thank you that today he had paid for our health according to 1 Peter 2.24. We thank you that we have, um, we have protection. Heavenly Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, that has been there since the book of Psalm 91, assigning angels, Heavenly Father, to concerning us. Father, we appreciate and thank you, Lord, for wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. We appreciate the armor that you have given us. We thank you, Father, who was and who is and who is to come for giving us the opportunity to live life according to the character of the fruit of the Spirit. We appreciate you, Lord, for teaching us how to be humble. We appreciate, O oh God, for teaching us how to be generous. We thank you, Father, for giving us a descendant spirit so that we may not be deceived in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, what a love that you have given us. We pray to thank you, to honor you, and glorify you 
for who you are and for who you were and for who you are going to be in our lives. Father, we give you all the glory. We give you all the praise. Right now, we join the angels in heaven. We join the 24 elders in heaven. We go, Heavenly Father, in our knees of prayer. And we say, you are holy, you are holy, you are holy, God Almighty. For who, who, who was, who is, and who is to come. We thank you for everything that you have done for us in the mighty name of Jesus. Now as we have entered into your presence, we are ready to hear from you, God. Heavenly Father, let me just be a vessel and utensil for me to use to speak to your people, to speak to your children in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Heavenly Father, say what you want to say to us, oh God. We are listening in the name of Jesus. For yours is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever and ever in Jesus' name. We pray and let the church say amen. amen. Hallelujah. My name is Tapelo Makotre. Difficult surname to pronounce. Makotre. Uh, I'm from Rustenbeck, village called Maviskral. Um, I have, I was also uh, brought up, or my upbringing was also in a place called uh, Mudikwe. Mudikwe is a village in a province called Bretz. Uh, is it a province? No, town, town, town called Bretz. The province is northwest. Hallelujah. Uh, I thank the Lord because of God has been good in my life. Amen. Uh, I am married to, I'm a husband to one wife. It's, it's important for us to mention that because these days, yeah, yeah, these days is, is interesting. Hallelujah. We're living in the interesting days. And uh, we are blessed with two children, my wife, Piavetri, um, Awakwe and Bakang. Uh, my daughter, Bakang, my son, Awakwe. Now, um, why am I forgetting how to introduce ourselves? <laughs> Normally when we go out, I introduce me and my family like this. Our, our names rhyme. They rhyme. You know? Kiabetsu means I've been given. Kiabetsu. So I've been given. Tabelo. I've been given prayer. Praise the Lord. Bakang Modimo. Aubakwe Modimo. Let the Lord be praised. So we're saying, I've been given prayer. Praise the Lord and let the Lord be praised. <laughs> so they rhyme, they rhyme these names. Hallelujah. So we thank the Lord because of the Lord has been great. I really like to thank Pastor Abby in his absence, the leadership of this church, for an opportunity like this. Bazalwane, it's not easy these days to put anybody in the pulpit because of how um, truth has been um, dented. But now I thank you, Father, um, Father of the house, our Father in faith, Pastor Abby who is trusting us with the pulpit and sharing it with him is really a great honor. 
May the God bless him in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Right, let's get to it. Now, since well, we have moved that on the way, you know, Steve Harvey says, well, when he start talking, after he has done all the announcement. So, uh, I will do the same. He said, well, let's get to it. Hallelujah. In the beginning, I love the beginning. Hey, Whenever I speak about God, I want to talk about the beginning. Why? Because the beginning is where we understand the foundation. And if you don't understand the foundation, you will never understand how things are being built. That is why every time I speak about the word of God, I start from the beginning. I speak about marriage, I talk about the beginning. I speak about money, I talk about the beginning. I speak about blessing, I talk about the beginning. I speak about children, I talk about the beginning. Beginning, they said beginning. Beginning. I speak about anything, I, I, it's beginning. Because in the beginning, that's where we understand everything about life. Now, in the beginning, the Bible says God created heaven and earth. And he did everything that he did there. And when he got to verse number 26, the Bible says, he says, let us make man in our own image. Verse 26, has, when he says, let us make man in our own image. And then he mentioned what man supposed to do. He says, and there will rule. The other word for rule is authority. The other word for rule is power. The other word for power, they said in, 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 is it in Greek, is dunamis. What do I mean Bible school? Ooh. Dunamis. We shall know these words when you come to the Bible school. So that means God created us in his own image and then he given us power. And you must understand the power that God gave us was the power similar to his power. He gave us the power to create. He gave us the power to speak and things become, uh, to speak things into existence. He gave us power to walk in power. He gave us power to command things. He gave us power to do things. He gave us power to everything that you see on earth. Because he said, there will rule. And verse 27 says, and then he created us, male and female. In other words, he, he gave power to both men and women. It is not only men who has power, but a woman has power too. That's what he did. He gave us power. He gets to verse number 28. He now tells us what exactly is the power that he's given us. Check this out. He says, God blessed them and told them, multiply and fill the earth and subdue it. Be masters. The other word for rule is becoming a master. 
have power over the fish and birds and all the animals. That's what he said. Have power over the animals. I don't know why do we take chickens and then want to believe in them. Because we have power over chickens. We want to slaughter goats. And want to speak over goats. And drink the blood of the goats. But we have power over goats. Because God given us power over everything. He wants us to rule, to live in that power, to move in that power, to exist in that power. And everything we do, we must be in that power. So in any given time, he wants us to be in power of over everything. Is this the last verse? Verse 28 of Genesis? Genesis 1? It's the last verse, ne? And God, look, I have given you the seed-bearing plants throughout the earth and all the fruit trees for your food. Is there any other verse? And I have given you all the grasses and other green plants to animals and birds for their food. And so it was. Is there any other verse? Then God looked over all he had made and he saw that it was excellent in every way. This is all happened on the sixth day. Is there any other verse? So there's no part that says, and then we have power over people. Do you have any part that says that? Now, why do we think we have power over people? You don't have power over your wife. You don't have power over your husband. But you have power over things God has created. Let's get that straight. The power we have is over things God created. Not over people. So we can't rule people. And you see, this is the mistake we don't understand as people. But I'll tell you why we don't understand it. So God says... Let them have power. Let them have a dominion. Let them have authority over things. So that means we have power. Say, say this with me. Say, I have power because I'm God's creation. I say with boldness. I have power because I'm God's creation. Now the Bible says in the book of Genesis chapter 2, that we're talking about the beginning. Genesis chapter 2, uh, God looked at the earth and sees everything that is happening on the earth as he unfolds everything. And he realized that the earth is not cultivated. There's something missing on this world. And he realized, yeah, I have created a human being, a spirit man without a body. I have to make a plan. Because now we existed, but we existed without bodies. And the Bible says that in the book of Genesis chapter 2, verse number 7, he says, and he went down there and he took the dust of the earth and he formed a body. And after he formed a body, he says, and the Lord God formed a man's body from the dust of the ground and breathed into the breath of life, the breath of life. 
That's when your soul connected to your spirit entered your body. That is why the real person is not the body that you are in. It's just the house. That is housing the real you. And the Bible says that into him he breathed the breath of life and the man became a living person. That was not the creation. In other words, there's a difference between the created you, the formed you, and the living you. It's not the same thing. It's different. It's different. It's differentiated in that way. Now, when you look at the scripture, you already see that a person is divided into three. He is a spirit being, he is a soul, and he is a body. Hallelujah. And then it goes to chapter number three. Okay, before I go to chapter number three, look at what God did. He gives a person the power, or he tells them, because he given the power to the spirit man. Now he tells the physical man that you have power. He says to him, I want you to start saying things. My God, my God. He says, this is what I want you to say. I'm going to bring the animals before you. I want you to give them names. And the man started saying, Oh, okay. And then just look around. You are a lion. <laughs> you are a zebra. <laughs> you are an elephant. You are an... But sometimes I ask myself, and then how did he come up with the name mosquito? Because uh, mosquito, I mean... Uh, and then he saw insect and said, that one is a mosquito. There are certain things that you look on as Barcelona and you ask yourself, how did Adam come with those names? There are ants. I mean, ants is like, like, like. There are certain things you can't even see. I'm, I'm trying to show you the power. I'm trying to show you the power. He came up with things today we still call those things the same thing that Adam called them. Because of it was the power to create. He, given, he says, I have given you the power as a spirit man. Now I am giving you the power as the physical person. And start proclaiming things with your mouth. Because what you say has power too. I don't understand why. I don't, I don't, I, I get to la, 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 Do you, are you hearing what I'm saying? Say, I have power to create. Say, I can say things and things will become. You see how much power you have? Woo. And the Bible says, chapter number three, the devil came. Ah, the devil. Deceiving as he always did. The Bible says that he came. And I have a question all the time. 
Why didn't the devil come when Adam was alone? Why did he have to wait for Eve? And I don't know if this is, you know, God has given me some brain to think. And that's what I was thinking. I was sitting there. I put the word outside. That's how you must pray. That's how, that's how much you must meditate on the word. I took the word. I put it aside. And I thought. And I stayed there. And I was thinking, why didn't Satan came when Adam was alone? Isn't it because of he, he knew that God had told him that he has power? Didn't he know that he has no power over Adam? I heard somebody say something interesting. He says, the devil did not want to come because Adam looked like Jesus. So they thought that Adam is Jesus. So he did not want to play there. If you read the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 15, it says, uh, Adam was the first Adam and Jesus was the second Adam. So it's possible that they are right. That Jesus, Adam and Jesus look alike. That's why the devil went like, So maybe that's the reason why he did not go there. But the Bible says that as he went, as he went into the garden, the Bible says as he was in the garden actually, because I don't know where did the devil come from. After snake have been given such a wonderful name, snake. He decided to host the devil. And the devil hosted himself in the snake. But I know why. The Bible says that the snake is the most smartest animal in the world. And, and the Bible, uh, Satan was wise. He looked at the animal that was wise. And he went to the animal that was wise and possessed and hosted. And say, I'm going to speak to the woman. And he get there. Listen to what Satan do. Ah, uh, Satan. Satan came and sold the woman what she had already. Look at what I'm wearing. I'm wearing a, a jacket and a tie. Imagine somebody coming in and selling me a black jacket and a tie. I have it already. And that's exactly what Satan did. He came to Eve and said, listen, 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 listen. What you have never seen, you are going to see today. He says what? He says, listen, 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 listen. Let me ask you something. Did really God say to you that if you eat the fruit, you're going to die? And she, the, the conversation went and the conversation went. And this is the part where I went like, but didn't Eve realize that it's a scam? This thing is a scam. He said to him, no, the reason why he doesn't want you to eat the fruit is because of he, he doesn't want you to be like him. Oh, but Eve was already like God. Didn't Eve know that he was, she was already like God? And I asked myself, maybe didn't Adam preach the message? Didn't Adam preach the message to say, listen, here on earth, God says we have power. So we are like him. We are made in his image. So we, I don't know if what, what went wrong there. What was missing there? 
But Eve gave in and said, serious. And when she said serious, uh, that's when the Bible says, and she glazed at the fruit. And she saw things she was not seeing. She saw it look very beautiful and very delicious to be eaten. And at that instant moment, she ate the fruit. Guess what happened when she ate the fruit? When she ate the fruit, the power that was given in the beginning left. She took the fruit given to the husband. He ate the power that was given in the beginning left. The great power that was given in the beginning left. And from that time, people started fearing the devil. Till today, people are still afraid of the devil. At least those who don't know this truth. Hallelujah. Did I catch the beginning right? Did you see how did we gain power and how did we lose it? And we lost power. Turn to Acts, Acts chapter 1 verse 8. But the Bible says as God has, has been trying to show people all his life, all the people, life on the people on earth, everything went on. People reminded that they have power. But because the devil had stolen, they went back all the time. They went back to the fear. They went back to being afraid. They went back to living the life of slavery. They went back to living the life of poverty because of they did not understand that they have power of God. Every generation, every season, God came. He brought to them the people who reminds them that they have power, but they did not want to take the power to themselves. In a way that they ended up sharing the power to the kings. They took it from the men of God and took it to the kings. So from there, they wanted those who can rule them. And from there, it is us people who had made people to rule people. Because we started choosing what God did not create for us. God never created us to be to, 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 for, for people to, be, to have authority over us. God never created us to have kings. God never created us to be ruled by presidents. God never created us to be ruled by anybody. But you see, by our own by, by our own doings, the devil had taken the power from us and he had done whatever he wanted to do. If you read the Bible in the book of Ezekiel, it tells you that in, in the king the king that in, in the in the people of Ty, there were the prince of Ty, which was the rulers of Ty, but there was a king of Ty who was a spiritual ruler. Why? Because of the devil has taken the rule. Over the people. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The devil has taken the rule over the people. Actually, let's go to Ephesians 6, verse, verse 10, 11. Uh, uh, I mean, verse 12 first. It, it, it explains what we are up against.
Ephesians 6. It says, verse 12. He says, for we are not fighting. Oh, can I, there's this thing. He has technology. 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 Uh, Hallelujah. There we go. Ah. Now, it says, for we are not fighting against people made of flesh and blood, but against the evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world. When did the devil become the ruler? It's when he was in the Garden of Eden. Hallelujah. And he took us there, back there. He took us back there where he now started to rule over people, evil ruler. And he started having an authority over people. And, 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 and people today are being ruled by an unseen world. That is why when you preach to people out there, they don't understand what you're talking about because they are not aware that they are ruled by an unseen world. He says, against those mighty powers of darkness, people are ruled by the mighty powers of darkness, mighty dynamics of, no, mighty powers of darkness, mighty authority of darkness, mighty, mighty uh, masters of darkness who rule this world. The very same world we were given power to rule. The devil has stolen it. He now rules it. He says, and against all, against wicked spirit in the heavenly realms. People are subject to slavery, to poverty, to lack, to everything out there because of these rulers here. And they stole our power. They stole our strength. They stole our. They stole everything. Satan stole it. And that's why the Bible says that this is what we are against. When I do counseling, I sit couples down. I say to them, first of all, after you have told me all this problem, I want you to put something in your mind as we're going to do something about your problem. He says, well, I say, first thing, know that this man is not your enemy. And this wife is not your enemy. He says, huh? I said, yeah. And I opened this verse. I said, let me show you who's the enemy of your marriage. And I, saw, I, I, I showed them this part. I say, this is the reason why your marriage is going through tough times. Because of this rulers. Now we need to fix it. We need to fix it. Acts chapter 1 verse 8. Let's, let's fix this thing. Now the Bible says, after, after God have tried everything, I mean he tried everything, until he said, you know what, let me just go down there. Let me just go down there and see if I cannot solve this thing myself. And the Bible says the Holy Spirit came upon the woman, Mary, and she became pregnant and Jesus was born. <laughs> ooh, yeah, yeah. And, the, and all the time, as the, ooh, I get excited on this one. 
The Bible says that as, 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 as Jesus was being told, as, as Mary was being told that you're going to be pregnant, and, and I think at that time the devil started saying, whoa, 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 whoa what's going to happen now? Because the Bible says that Mary now became pregnant of the Holy Spirit. And she gave birth. After she gave birth, Barcelona, the devil started the mission of killing him. Because there's something he knew that's going to happen. There's something he knew that is going to happen. He knew that his days of power are numbered. He knows that his days of ruling people are numbered. He knew that his days of walking people in poverty are numbered. He knew that walking people in death in, 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 in lack are numbered. The Bible says, and Jesus was born. And from there, Herod wanted to kill him as a young boy. Because the devil said, oh, 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 somebody has entered the world. Somebody has entered the world. And Barcelona, they tried to kill him before his time, but it didn't happen. Hallelujah. And when the time came when he was killed and crucified, guess what he said? He said, oh, our father. He said, what is that? So that was the Eloi, Eloi, lama sabagatan. And then when he does, after that, he says, it is finished. Meaning that the power is back to the right owner. It is finished. Simply meant the power. It is back to the right owners. Woo. And the Bible says that, but when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, you will receive power. Say, I have power because I have the Holy Spirit. He says, when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, you will receive power. Now, this power he was talking about, he was talking about dunamis. He was talking about the power above the power. You see, when power meets power, lesser power bow. Ah, when power means power, lesser power, bow. Because when dunamis came through the Holy Spirit, we gained our power. But this power was extraordinary because the devil did not have power, but we had power over his power. Woo. And that's when Jesus said, I want to remind you that you now have power over everything. You have boldness. You have confidence. You can walk tall. You can start declaring things again. You can start saying things again. You can start living the way you were planned to live again. You can have your riches again. You can have your wealth again. You can walk in, in favor. You can walk in love again. You can walk in patience again. You can walk in self-control. You can be faithful again. Because the power you have is above the power that is on the earth. That is why the Bible says, and they were surprised and shocked when they hear them preach for, of so much boldness 
confidence and power. And today, we preach with confidence, boldness, and power. We show them that you don't know what you're talking about. We do. No, but the world was created over evolution. Okay, that's your opinion. We know something else. Why? Because of we know that our power has been restored. The power have been restored. Say my power have been restored. Say I am God's child. And because of that, I have power. Ah, this is getting very excited. This is very well. How's my time? How's my time? I don't want to keep Bazalani Lana for long. Now, what does that mean? The Bible says in the book of Proverbs 18, 21, you have, you have power, your tongue have power to do what? To create and to kill. Have a power to bring things to life and to bring things to death. Your, your tongue has power. Why? Because our power has been restored. Some of you, I mean in this church, they're teaching us faith like nobody else's business. And faith begins with speaking. How do you say what you say? Why? Because we have the dynamis power, Bazalwan. So the reason why when you say negative things and they happen is because of you have the dynamis power. So this dynamis power work even in the negative things. So you must be careful what you say, how you say it, where you say it, with who do you say it. Because of this power, it's a dynamis to do either good things or bad things. If you say, If you say, I'm always sick, you know, this high blood of mine is going to be the high blood of yours. It's going to say, my children will never go away in life. It's going to be like that. Because of it is the dynamis power that is talking over your life. Woo. And this dynamis power is creating wrong things in your life. You must start learning how to speak. Woo. So, four things. One, we have the power to rule. That was, I, I just told you there. Second thing, we have the power to create. Mark 11, 23, 24. It says, whatever you say, that is power, Bazalwan. Whatever you say, if it is good, it's going to happen. If it is bad, it's going to happen. Whatever you say. Genesis chapter 2, verse number 7, God given us power he, when he created us. That means with our hands, we have power to create. That's why he says, I will bless the work of your hands. That means everything we do with our hands, we can be able to create power. If you use your hands to abuse people, guess what's going to happen to you? You're going to get the reward because you used your power incorrectly. We have the power to create wealth. 
We have the dunamis power to create wealth. So when you come in and come to create wealth, lesser power will bow. You see, when you go to your workplace and there is authority, that's trying to put you down. But because of you come with the power that is above them, you will be entering your workplace and you'll be able to say to them, but you know, my power is above your power. They take people who don't qualify above you. You can be able to say, no, not that one. Not that one. My God is powerful. You can be able to speak against whatever decisions your authorities say. Not even by talking to them, but by talking to God. And you tell God, you know what, God? I want that position. I deserve it. You know it's mine. You know it's your will. And they give it to somebody who is undeserving. There's a scripture in the Bible that says that the wealth of the wicked will come to the saints. The wealth of the wicked. In other words, whatever the devil has given them will come to us because we have the authority over them. So when we enter lesser power, bow. When power meets power, lesser power bows. When power meets power, lesser power bows. And because you are carrying Jesus, somebody made a story. He says the donkey got in back with other donkeys. And they say, Hey, you back, Lanaria. He said, What happened to you? He says, you don't want to know, man. It's not, but they just chased you and nobody said anything about you anymore. But two minutes ago, they were clapping hands for you. Coming, He says, they were clapping hands because of who I was carrying. But after he got off, I did not get hands because he was no longer there. Because when you have Jesus, when you come and meet power, the lesser power bows. You have power to create wealth. You have it. It's in the Deuteronomy 18, 18, 18. You have power to create wealth. You can create wealth. Number three, you have power to decide. You have power to decide. You have free will. Give me Matthew 23, verse 37. You have a free will. You have free will to decide. No one can decide anything for you. Let me tell you what happens with God and Satan. When God and Satan come into your life, they present their case. Everyone tells you what they can offer you. God says, I can offer you this. The devil says, I can offer you this. If you go to Matthew chapter 4, the Bible says that and, 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 and the devil came to Jesus and he told him what he will offer him. He says, I will offer you this kingdoms of the world. I will offer you all of these things. I will offer. So the devil, when he comes to your life, he has offerings. But when God comes into your life, you also have offerings. When you read the book of John chapter 3 verse 16, he says, ah, you will have everlasting life. If you come to me, you will have an everlasting life. And then you have the power to choose. It says here, it says, they enjoyed, uh, is, it, is, it, is it verse 37? 
Matthew 23 verse 27. He says, Oh Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the, key, the city that kills the prophets and stones God's messengers. How often I have wanted you to gather your children together as how often I wanted you to gather your children as a hen protects her hips, benefits her wings, but you wouldn't let me. It's fine. The Bible says that I have come and I have offered. I have offered to protect your children. I have offered to give you a better life. I have offered to give you things. I have offered to give you an everlasting health. He says, but you wouldn't let me. God says, I'm here to give you power, but you wouldn't let me. He says, you wouldn't let me. Open to Deuteronomy 30.19. He says, you wouldn't let me. Now, in Deuteronomy 30, verse 19, he says something very interesting there. He says very something interesting there. Why wouldn't you let God give you what he said he would give you? Deuteronomy 30, verse 19. Why wouldn't you let God give you what he said he would give you? He says, today I have given you the choice between life and death, between blessings and curses. I call on heaven and to earth witness the choice you make. I call on earth and heaven to witness the choice you have. So the reason why you don't have power is because of you choose not to have power. It's already been given to you. This power has been given over you so that you can be able to stand against every situation. Some of you fall into sin because you don't understand this power. You don't understand that you have power to make decisions to be faithful. You can make a decision to love. You can make a decision to be patient, to have peace. You don't have no reason to go clubbing. You have power to choose not to go clubbing. You have the, the power to choose between umjolo nogbasingil. Umjolo. Fornication. You have power to choose not to lie. You have power to choose not to, to curse. You have power to choose not to gossip. You know, there are Christians who come to the church of God and gossip. And they say it was a mistake. No, 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 no. You have power over that mistake. You have power. Everything that you have in your life, you have power. Why? Because when power meets power, lesser power bow. So that means every gossip that comes to you, it must bow. It means that every mjolo that comes to you, it must bow. It means that, yes, was but it must be able to say, amen, I have power above power. You see, we have children in the house of the Lord who bribe. Somebody asked, my brother called me one day, he said to me, eh, I said to him, you know what? 
at work, man, things are not going well. He says, why? I said, um, I'm supposed to, to do a, 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 a certificate called regulation exam. So um, I've went first and second time and I failed. And now at this certificate, I need to pay money for it. So now I need that money to go and try it again because I need it. If I don't have that, I can't work. And he was saying to me, oh, really? He said, yeah. He said, haven't you found out how much is people selling it? I said, no, they're not selling it. We have to go to school. We need to go to study. And we need to go to class. And then we have to write. And then we have to pass. He says, yeah, 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 I get that. But, but, but there are those who sell it. He says, just find out who sells it. I said, no, 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 no. I'm not going to buy it. Why? Because of the power came. But the, above power. <laughs> and I said, let me tell you something. I'm a man of integrity. What you give me? Uzodlakdal, I'm fine. He didn't hide it from me. One And I said, I think it's fine if I'm going to retain my integrity and then get like dal. I like lose it now and get like and then the power, lesser power, take over me. Let me give you two scriptures and then we close. 1 Corinthians chapter number 10, verse 13. Listen to this. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13 says something very interesting. It says the temptation we are facing today are common. The temptation we have today, is it on the screen? Are common. Meaning that everything you're going through is not new. Remember that the temptations that come into your life are not different from what others experience. So you cannot have an excuse and say, I gave him a, 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 a bribe because of I had no choice. No, you had choice. There's somebody who said no when you said yes. When that boss said to you, give me just three rounds, three rounds, fella, then you can get the job. There's somebody who said no, and they got the job. So you cannot go there and then don't get the job. Ooh, what are you saying? I have do not this power. I preach this thing with boldness. The fact that the boss had made you sleep with him for you to get a position does not mean everybody did. Because the Bible says what others experience is not different from what you're experiencing. But you have to choose life, not death. Because if you choose otherwise, you're going to die. And the Bible says, and God, listen to this, and God is faithful. He will keep the temptation from becoming so strong that you can stand up against Man, you have power against every temptation. Hey, because listen, that means that the temptation the devil has brought upon your life has power. But because of you, who has the Holy Spirit, have above power than that, they bow before you. 
Because the Bible says every knee shall bow to Christ. And it says that when you are tempted, he will show you a way out so that you will not give in to it. Open 1 Corinthians chapter number 10. I mean 2 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 3. Do you see what I mean, Barcelona? You have power. You have power. You have power. You have power to stand. I'm talking about point four, which is power to stand. He says, we are human, but we don't wage war with human plans and methods. Second verse. He says, we use God's mighty weapons, not mere worldly weapons, to knock down the devil's stronghold. Says, I have power to knock down the devil's strongholds. Say, I have power to knock down the devil's stronghold. You have power to stand. Ephesians chapter 6 from verse 10, he says, now stand. I'm going to close with this one with you. I'm going to say, now stand. Are you facing lack in your finances? Now stand. Are you facing trouble with your children? Now stand. Are you facing troubles with your husband? Now stand. Are you facing any trouble with anybody at work, in the family, in the house, in-laws, and everything? Now stand. Now stand. Why? Because you have power. Finally, be strong with the Lord's mighty power. There's a version that says, now stand. Next verse. What's the next verse? It says, but, what's the word? Put on all God's armor so that you will be able to stand. So that you will be able to stand firm. Why? Because of now you have power. How do we receive this power? That is when we receive the Lord as the Lord and Savior. You cannot just have the power without Jesus. You need to give your life to Christ to get this life, to get this power, and you will be able to walk in this power and stand. And stand. I don't know what you're going through. Is it a sickness? Stand. Tell the sickness that it must leave you. Because you have dynamic power. Let the power in you tell the lesser power to bow. Stand. Stand. God gave us Christ so we may stand against anything, against everything. Every head bowed. Every eyes closed.